Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody, and and welcome to Taryn's Fun Fact. Get out with that title. Leave me. Leave me be. Did you know Google Images was literally created after J-Lo wore the infamous dress at the 2000 Grammys? So many people were searching for her outfit. The search engine added an image function. Isn't that nuts? The search, Im- search engine added it itself? What? You said the search no, engine uh, added it. Google doesn't have its own powers as The way you said it made it sound. <laughs> no, like they had, you know, in Google, you search something and there's an image yeah. thing you can yeah. click. They ha- literally, it didn't have that until everyone Dang. was searching for J-Lo. Imagine, Thank you, J-Lo. Imagine having a body that beautiful that you literally break the internet. Do you know how many YouTube thumbnails I've made? I just Google images on yeah google and i'll find the specific one and yeah. I, I don't even yeah i go to images every single wow yeah thank, thank you, J-Lo, you J-Lo, for changing our lives everyone let's give j-lo a round of applause Man, rock that body what that's not j no i know do you i was know? thinking about her body do you though her hourglass body Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. I'm That's Taryn. Taryn. Um, <laughs> uh, and we are back with another fantastic episode for you guys. This is our fourth um, part to our Enneagram series. We're very excited. We're going to be wrapping it up here soon. And um, yeah, so stoked to have dove into this world with you guys. I feel like I've learned so much about myself. I hope you guys have learned a lot about yourselves. Yeah, honestly, 
I mean, I love the Enneagram. We both do. Hence mm-hmm. why we wanted to mm-hmm. do like mm-hmm. five weeks of it. Mm-hmm. But I will say like, I, I've known like the basis of the numbers, mm-hmm. but I myself haven't really like dove in too deep into certain ones. And I found myself learning a lot that I was, I was like, I can use this for certain oh, people in my life, you know? Absolutely. The, the more you dive in, the more you realize what numbers your friends are. And that's how I got so obsessed with one of the books that I'm reading that we're using for this podcast is I read about each number and thought of the person that I knew that was that number. And it was just like, it was life changing. I felt like I was diving into their lives yeah. and I felt like I just knew them so much better. And I feel like you guys are starting to get to that level with yes, us. And it's are. very exciting. Um, I did want to say though, I just had the best morning this morning. Did you ask? The best morning this morning. You do seem like you're in a great mood. You have, well, woke up, crushed my workout. Nice. Right? Went and was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm not going to make coffee here. I'm going to go pick up my favorite pour over. Okay. I was like, okay, let's just, you know, another great part of my day. Blue bottle. I go, I'm at the blue bottle parking lot. I'm talking to my mom on the phone and I look to my left and I'm parked next to you. Guess who I'm parked next to? Oh my gosh. Wait. Okay. Um, a famous person. Yes. Actor. No. Um, athlete. No. What else is there? Musician. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. What genre of music? Um, oh, like a pop, like an indie pop. Indie uh, pop. Yeah. Boy or girl? Girl. Um, is she like hot right now? Uh, I mean, they're always hot, but they're, they're always hot. Oh, it's shoot. a group of females. Oh, Haim? Yes. Shut up. The bass player from Haim is parked next to me. And she just, I'm a, I'm a fan of them, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I like, I knew it was her right away and she was pulling out and I had been parked there. Both of our windows are down. So I just, I was just like. Hey, I love your music. <laughs> and she was like, oh my God, thank you. And I was like, that's all. Have a good day. And she was like, you just made my day. And I was like, you made mine. <laughs> and that's all that, that was it. That was the end of our discussion. And it was great. And she pulled away and said, have a nice day. And I was like, I will. Oh my gosh, Ash. I'm so it proud was the of you most, for like, something. It was the most casual LA experience of my life. And I'm living for it. And it just, Dude, she uh, was like, you made my day. And I was like, you made, you, you made, made my, my life. <laughs> You made my day. So cool. It's funny because like I definitely don't feel like I see a crazy amount of famous people, but there'll be days where I'll be like, oh my gosh, like it's crazy that I'm at the grocery store and you just walk by me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like in Orange County, that didn't happen. Yeah. No. It's nuts. It's happened a lot to me out here and it it's just one of my favorite things is to just casually see people. Yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. Anyways, that was my fantastically wonderful day. Nice. So far, it is only 10 a.m. Only 10 a.m. The world so much is of your the day oyster. left to go. It's going to be a great day, guys. That's amazing. Um, let me see. Is there anything? Oh, uh, I had my first therapy session yesterday. Oh, my God. Mic drop. Yes, guys. I think it's so cool because like I, it was my first time doing like an online type thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, I did it through better help and we did a video session, big better help. And yeah, I mean, obviously, and it's cool. Cause like, you know, like, I mean, we say it all the time in the ads, but it's just like such an easy process. And, um, 
it was so interesting to see her sitting there with like her headphones on, like clearly in like her like office room or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it was great. I, I definitely, you know, we talk about all the time, like therapist styles, like Mm -hmm. within the first like 10 minutes, I was like, Oh, I don't like, we're not vibing. This is not the type of person I think I would want this style and therapy but then the more like we went on and on she's so opposite of me like she's very straight faced and straight to the point where I'm very like emotional and like oh my gosh that must be so hard and you know what I mean and so so you found a therapist that's like me (laughs) kind of kind of but she's still she still was very like affirming and um oh was very (laughs) No, I wasn't. Got it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying. Point taken. I'm saying. <laughs> it's me. It's what me. Is that? I'm shaking the table. <laughs> I kept hearing it. Um, no, like she would just, she did a lot of stuff. Like I'd be talking, talking, talking. And then she'd be like, why did you get emotional when you mentioned this? And then I'd just be like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I was a puffy bawling mess through most of it um and then when I like talked to Ashley and Alicia about it after I like cried again but I like feel really good and she did give me homework which not all therapists do and I think that's something I always encourage people to do like I'm a person who thrives and like tell me what to do and I'll do it same and a lot of times therapists don't necessarily do that there's different types of therapy or like approaches so if that's something you need it's okay to ask like I straight up asked her for stuff you know and she was like okay let's do this let's do this so um yeah freaking on my way one session done we love health and we love growth health and growth baby and we obviously heavily promote therapy so excited and very proud of you for doing it therapy sisters (laughs) girl <laughs> um okay i don't think i would have survived last year without my therapist yeah <laughs> same wait not, yeah. i meant like <laughs> you get it like yes right <laughs> i was like wait what um okay so today we are tackling one in seven which leaves us just with enneagram three which will be next week mm-hmm. and we have a special guest coming we sure do to uh talk about being a three in general and then we'll kind of wrap up the enneagram so you are going to tackle seven today i'm mm-hmm. going to tackle one um should we rock paper scissors oh no i was just gonna go for it oh <laughs> wow <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, mm. Really tapping into that wing eight there, Ash. Oh, you know, you, you, you got to let her out sometimes. <laughs> the Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully 
done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Okay, everyone, if you are unfamiliar uh, with the number seven, the number seven is the enthusiast. They are some of the most like fun people to be around. They're, they're uh, life of the party. They're very outgoing. They have tons and tons of friends, friends on friends, and they constantly surround themselves with like their, their friends. Um, so Say friends. One more time. Friends. <laughs> I'll be there for you. I have stop singing for everything. I'm just, I'm having a good day. Can't bring me down. Okay. So I'm going to read a little bit of what it's like to be a seven. I am always the first person up for a last minute adventure. I am an optimist to a fault. I don't like making hard and fast commitments to things. I suffer from FOMO, which is fear of missing out for anyone who doesn't understand what that means. Um, Anticipation is the best part of my life. People close to me say I can be argumentative and act superior. Variety and spontaneity are the spice of life. Sometimes I get so eager for the future, I can hardly wait for it to get here. It's hard for me to finish things. When I get close to the end of a project, I start thinking about the next thing, and then I get so excited, I sometimes just move on. (laughs) I usually avoid heavy conversations and confrontations. When people I care about are having a hard time, I help them look at the bright side of the situation. Other people think I am sure of myself, but I have lots of doubts. I'm popular and have lots of friends. When things get too serious for too long, I usually find a way to get people to lighten up often by telling jokes and funny stories. I don't like endings, so I usually wait for people to break up with me. I quickly get bored with the same routine and like to try new things. Almost everything can be more fun and entertaining with just a little bit of effort. I think people worry more than they should. Life is better than people imagine. It's all about how you explain things to yourself. And finally, I don't like it when people have expectations of me. Oh, so good. Ooh. I, I scored super close. My second one was a seven. Mm-hmm. So like most of those, I was like, yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> I have so many sevens in my life and all of these Literally every single one of these, I think, I think it checks for like every single person that I'm thinking of, which is absolutely insane. Um, So that's a little bit about a seven. And we have, obviously, you guys know the drill by now, a story written by one of your own, who is also a seven. So I'm going to go ahead and dive in to uh, my email today. 
Hey, Ash and Taryn. My name is Masha, and I've been a longtime listener since the beginning of your podcast, and I've enjoyed every single episode while traveling for work every single day. As you mentioned Enneagrams on your episode, I decided to take a test for myself. Yeah, you did. Oh, recent. We love that. She's a newbie. Well, I am a type seven, and I relate a lot to what I read although I don't really know what any of this means. Everything that it says makes a lot of sense. I often feel the need to always be busy and on the go. I'm a college student working a nine to five. Even on my work days, I still find ways to stay out as long as I can to avoid coming home because of fear of boredom. In fact, I fear boredom so much that I grow to hate myself when I lay in bed and do nothing for more than an hour. I feel useless about doing absolutely nothing. On my days off, I text all of my friends to see if anyone is free to hang out with me. I hate the need to rely on someone to entertain me. I have reached the point of exhaustion from constantly overworking myself and trying to stay busy. And all I want to do is just relax and stay home all day. And then we're back to square one. I'm at home. I'm bored. (laughs) I'm out all day and then I'm tired. It's like there's zero balance in my life. I always search for excitement and new experiences, and I'm really struggling with taking care of myself and what I need. So I'd love to hear advice on what I could focus on and improve on. Thank you, ladies. Wish you all the best. Masha. Wow. That is the most stereotypical seven problem. I'm thinking of friends of mine that are all sevens, and can I just say, at the top of quarantine there were two types of people essentially mm-hmm. those of us that were like yes an excuse to stay home in my sweatpants and veg and those of us that were like holy shit what am I gonna do I'm going into panic mode you know and most of those panicked people were sevens who thrive and get filled off of experiences and yeah. adventures and other people um I had a few f- friends um that are sevens that lived alone yeah. And we're looking at quarantine and freaking out because, I mean, I feel like quarantine is probably a bad example because we were all freaking out. Um, but that's that's how much they rely on people in their lives to fill um, to fill them up with joy and happiness. Whereas I I I do get a lot out of staying home by myself. I can't do it for too long. Um, but what's weird about me is mine is more of a because I need a productivity thing, not that I necessarily need people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that totally makes sense for you. I think like it's it's so interesting like when you hear all the different like types of struggles the numbers have like mm-hmm. like I feel like you know when we've talked about before I think they can easily to other people sound like really that's what you're worried about like just like you were saying like you were like I'm thriving, like having to stay home and like, yeah, I need to be productive. I need to do stuff, but you're not sitting there like, what am I missing out on? Or like, I'm bored. You're like, no, I'm thriving. Yeah. So it's like, and then for me, same thing. I, I loved being here because I, I do live with my friends. And so it was like, I had the social aspect, but Mm -hmm. also was able to just like melt into it. But if you hear, I mean, you look at like, you know, their, their biggest fear is being deprived or being in pain. And then 
they're always like trying to avoid missing out on experiences. Like I, I can see a lot of people that are like, oh, well I have to deal with this and that's just what you're dealing with. But it just shows like everyone's level of like what they struggle with is just as equal to anyone else's. Right. There's and no one that's better or yeah. bigger or harder. Yeah. And I mean, I can't imagine the level of like exhaustion that goes into that, like always having to be like on and looking for something to do. And you know what I mean? Like that I can see how that would almost leave this like void within you because you're not paying attention to like where you are too. You're always just like, no, I want to be happy. I want to be like, like doing stuff. Like what's everyone doing? Like what's, you know what I mean? It's like, you're almost like always looking outward to find some type of like joy and energizing experience. Right. They're craving versus, this kind of like high yeah. that the truth is life is just not going to be that high yeah. and that happy all the time. So you're going to hit a lot of lows and it's hard for them to not take that personally. Yeah. 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 And also like I think about the times where I am just like home alone and quiet is usually when I have a lot of time to like really check in with myself and like you know, work on me personally, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine how hard that would be to balance that if I would be doing anything to avoid that time. Exactly. You know what I mean? No, exactly. And I think, um, I do think it's interesting. I have a couple, like I said, I have some, a lot of sevens in my life. And one thing they've said about me is they love when they hang out with just me because it allows them to kind of like turn off for a second. Yeah but they're still with someone. So it's it's like this perfect mix of like, I'm being social because someone's here with me, but because I am the chillest, um, it allows them to kind of like relax a little bit and not have to be as on. Yeah. They can't do that all the time. Just like I can't hang at a seven level all the time. Yeah. But I do think there is something there where it's like, sevens bring out the the most fun version of myself and I need sevens in my life desperately um I think that's why I have a lot of them in my life but I think they also need me (laughs) because they They don't they don't know how to they don't know how to relax you know and and I think it does take some time and sometimes it takes someone to show you yeah no I think that's so true I I mean that's why like we all need all numbers are just as needed as any. Mm-hmm. And I think it's easy to look at certain ones and be like, Ooh, I don't want to be that. Or I want to be that or whatever. But it's, it's that whole, I think like if we all, I mean, and it goes so much deeper. Cause it's like society always telling us like, Oh, you should self-improve. You should be like this. You should look like this. Mm-hmm. And I think the same thing comes in even personality stuff, you know, Absolutely. like how you said, like when you go, it's like, oh no, you should get on the dance floor and have fun. Like what's wrong with you? Like, Mm -hmm. and it's like these expectations that are put on that if it doesn't match what everyone else is doing in that moment, you feel like you're like, oh my God, I'm doing something wrong when it's not like it's totally normal. Um, I would say like, I think for a seven, you're, I don't think you're ever going to just get to a point where you can just like be home and be like, okay, I'm just going to chill today. And that's fine. No, it's not your thing. It's not your thing. So what I would do is be super intentional to create an atmosphere for those times. Like I'm talking like you put music on, you get lighting on, you get candles. If you're going to journal, maybe you like take a walk to a park and journal. If you're going to do laundry, like make it fun. Like, 
I think there's ways to like look up what type of like self care elements you want to do and then also find like your twist on how you want to do it. And, um, you know, even if it's like you're getting cute, like Instagram stories of like the different things you do, like maybe you do a bath Mm -hmm. and you do like a really fun, like cute story to get like your creative, like fun side out. And then you sit in there and you enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like add elements to kind of like make it feel bigger and more entertaining, even Mm -hmm. though it is just simply you time. Yeah. I think Masha, one of the best things I could recommend is I know, um, Two of my seven friends have hobbies that bring them a lot of joy. And I think a lot of people think that when it comes to like taking care of yourself, you have to like sit and be with your emotions. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be the first to say, I hate that. (laughs) I don't like that. And it doesn't bring me any joy. Um, What I do love is little things like cleaning and organizing or or cooking or, or baking and going on walks and stuff like that. And that's what I like to do for myself. I just hate being indoors all day one of my friends surfs and I know that that doesn't sound enjoyable or relaxing to a lot of people but it brings a lot of joy and satisfaction and um, happiness to a lot of people and she tapped into that and that is one of the things that she loves to do my other seven friend loves to bake it is one of her absolute favorite things on the planet Mm -hmm. and it's you know it's messy it causes (laughs) you know a huge mess in the house Um, but it brings her joy. And so I think the thing we need to stop doing is comparing this, like sit with your emotions and, and, and self love to, you know, thinking you have to just kind of sit there and be in journal when not all of us journal. Sometimes we want to surf and sometimes that brings just as much self love and, and joy as journaling does. So you need to find everyone's different. You got to find what works for you. Yeah. And maybe that'll, maybe this is going to be like a super fun summer where you can start trying a bunch of things and seeing like what works with you. And you don't have to be at your house by yourself. You could sit in a park, like Taryn said, by yourself or, you know, whatever, but you just got to find that one thing that works for you and does it for you. I think too, like sometimes we, when we think about like self care or self, whatever we think of like, Oh, I have to sit all morning and do all this stuff. But also like what I'm learning is sometimes just even like five to 10 minutes of intentional time Mm -hmm. is enough. And like, um, my therapist gave me homework of doing like a positive affirmations video each morning and it's just 10 minutes. And like, I put it on and I do my 10 minutes of like thinking about it. And then I go on with my day. So I think too, like finding moments, like whether it is like a meditation in the morning or, you know, when you take a shower, like you're listening to like positive affirmations or some, something that can be like short and concise, and then you can move on with your day. But at least you did give yourself like a moment that you're intentionally checking in with like how you're doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't have to be this big epic, self-care full-blown day like find what works for you and don't put the pressures on what works for other people on yourself yeah yeah and then the last thing I do want to point out is you've mentioned a fear of boredom multiple times in this email and I think when it comes to any kind of 
over-exaggerated fear like that, the best thing you can do is slowly allow yourself to kind of dip your toes in it Mm -hmm. and just get comfortable. And I don't, I don't, I I don't want you to sit at home all day and be bored because that's not the the, um, answer. But I think, you know, allowing yourself to sit in silence for like five minutes at a time, then 10 minutes, then 15 minutes, and just let, let yourself be comfortable. I, I think that would actually bring a lot of, um, comfort and security and knowing that you can because what I relate to the most in your email because I'm I'm far from a seven is the boredom thing um my my fear of mine's more of a fear of sitting there and not being productive so I love being at home and but I I love having some kind of schedule and routine if I'm sitting in my room all day then I feel gross also but that's also something that shouldn't hold me back or get in the way of me living my life. And just like you being bored shouldn't hold you back or get in the way of you living your life either. Yeah. And I'm excited for you because you're just getting into the Enneagram and there are so many resources out there to like learn more about seven to like ask for, um, there's Instagrams that'll post specifically like self-love options for a two, self-love for a three. And like, give different ideas or different, um, you know, like things you can do, help you to learn more about who you are to kind of like navigate through the things that come up in your life. So I'm excited for you because I think the, when you first get into the Enneagram, it's first like, oh my gosh, acknowledging like, yeah, that is something I struggle with. And then it kind of like grows from there of like, okay, well now how do I like learn more about myself and stop trying to change myself, but learning about like how I tick and what ways help me, you know, the type of person that I am. Yeah. And we've mentioned this on the podcast already, but we are using the book that got me into the Enneagram in the first place, which is the road back to you. Um, we highly recommend the sleeping at last podcast, which Masha, you should listen to your song. It's a, it's a beautiful song and I think you'd relate to it a lot, but also I'm going to throw one more at you. There's a podcast called Typology and they use a lot of panel podcasts where they'll ask very specific direct questions that are kind of uncomfortable about your number to a whole panel of people that are all sevens or all nines or all threes. So you get to hear everyone's perspective as a seven, but also because everyone's different, everyone has a slightly different variation to their answer. And it is so interesting. And I think that you would find that very comforting and hearing that they all struggle with boredom. Yeah, no, I think that's a great, that's, it's just, it's great to like, I don't know, the more I learn like, oh, like me taking time to just like learn more about myself and how I tick. It's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like I wish I had the Enneagram when I was younger. Yeah. (laughs) Girl, my life would have been so much easier if like, I just had that ability to like, love and accept and learn who I was instead of constantly trying to like fit into what everyone else was, you know? Yeah. And I'm excited for you because you're definitely looking at this in the best way. Like you've accepted your number and you're ready to like grow and change and challenge yourself. And that's the best place to be at. So Masha, super stoked for you, excited for you. Um, lean into that boredom girl and, uh, lean into it. I mean, Stoked. while you're kind of forced to, because the world's opening back up oh. and you're going to thrive. I don't know where you are, but it <laughs> feels open here. At 
Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Okay, so now we are going to get into a one. Um, before I read the story, Ash, can I borrow your book? And it's funny because we both, we have one in between us. Zero mm-hmm. nine. But you're nine wing. I'm a nine wing one. One. I'm definitely two wing three, but I, I've, I have had times in my life where definitely like a one has showed. But okay. What it's like to be a one. People have told me I can be overly critical and judgmental. I beat myself up when I make mistakes. I don't feel comfortable when I try to relax. There's too much to be done. I don't like it when people ignore or break the rules. Like when the person in the fast lane at the grocery store has more than items than more items than allowed. Leave. Get out. Literally. You shouldn't be that here. That triggers me too. I hate that. Details are important to me. I often find that I'm comparing myself to others. If I say I'll do it, I'll do it. It's hard for me to let go of resentment. I think it is my responsibility to leave the world better than I found it. I have a lot of self-discipline. I try to be careful and thoughtful about how I spend money. It seems to me that things are either right or wrong. I spend a lot of time thinking about how I could be a better person. Forgiveness is hard for me. I notice immediately when things are wrong or out of place. I worry a lot. I am really disappointed when other people don't do their part. I like routine and don't readily embrace change. I do my best when working on a project and I wish others would do the same so I wouldn't have to redo their work. I often feel like I try harder than others to do things correctly. And that is the one. That is the one. Any of that where you like... A lot of it. Yeah. Mostly, mostly the rule following one is a big one for me. I've had multiple conversations with people this last year once, once, and this is obviously everyone has different, different opinions on this, but it almost didn't matter what my opinion was. The Mm. rule was wear a mask. I freaking, it didn't matter. I had my mask was on. Yeah. The second I got vaccinated and they were like, you don't have to wear a mask. I've gone places without a mask in my pocket because the rule is I'm abiding by the rule is so, and I'm abiding by the rules. Yeah. Um, and I, and I know people have different opinions and there, it, it can, it can very easily be judgmental on this specific topic, but in my head, I'm like, I'm following the rules. I'm fine. Yeah. And it's so weird how that's all I need. Yeah. And I can walk very confidently when I know that I'm following the rules. This is also why I have a hard time jaywalking. (laughs) Like I can't, it's like, uh, I, do I go like, you know, it's like, it's something deep within me that is very, I feel my most confident when I'm abiding by the rules. Yeah. And there's, I definitely have, you know, I have like little things. I'm definitely one that I can notice when things are like out of place or like I have with my stuff, I want it a certain way. And when people don't do it that way, I get, I get a little bit like, you're doing it wrong. Like mm-hmm. I definitely relate to that part. And then the whole like justice thing, like when people get away with doing things like that really bothers me. Mm-hmm. If I know someone's doing something wrong, like I, I'm like, how is no one else seeing it? Like mm-hmm. I get very like triggered by that. Um, 
And the type one is the reformer. Basic fear is being corrupt, evil, or defective. And your basic desire is to be good, have integrity, and be balanced, which I honestly, our world would not survive without ones. Oh, absolutely not. Taryn and I have a very good friend who's a one and I use him anytime I'm talking about a one in this podcast or when I'm talking to friends talking about a one. Um, he is the most stereotypical one that I know. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because I've, I mean, I've known him for like seven, eight years now and um, everything everything that we do he has an opinion on and or like knows how it should be done yeah so like if we're talking about something specific and he and someone did it this way he he'll tell you his thoughts on that subject but then tell you why it's not working because they should have done this yeah and it's so interesting because I think the second he walks into a room he'll see he'll see the flaw and know that he can fix it but then has to hold himself back yeah. from fixing it yeah. which is so funny to watch well you know who i think is the one hmm. in my family brad no ryan no ash in your family yes i don't know my dad your dad's the one oh for sure hmm I don't, I'm like surprised that you don't like, you weren't like, oh my gosh, my dad is the most like every, you have to like rules are so yeah. important to him. It's very like black and white. Integrity is like a word that people always use to describe him. And it's things have to be a certain way when we go on vacation, like we That's stick true. to the schedule. And it's so funny because I keep begging him to take the test because I think it's just cool to learn. But maybe this will be the, the episode. I need to I'll talk just send with your dad more. I feel like we, me and him don't like chat. I think. You should, I mean, I feel like, but I think that's why you guys like thrive. Like my dad loves Ashley. I always joke that like she's the daughter he <laughs> never I, had. Can I paint a picture for you guys? I have gone on Taryn's family vacations for the last seven years. Just invited <laughs> myself and I've been going ever since. Um, they oh, all, wait, can we talk about the one year? Cause it started with just like, oh, I'll come up, come for, up a weekend. for the weekend. And then there was one trip. She shows up and my dad was like, how long are you staying? She's like, oh, the whole time. <laughs> and we go for like two weeks i didn't leave i didn't leave um, but i i'm very much a wake up i'm not a wake up early person but i'm definitely a morning person and taryn's whole family likes to sleep in stereotypically yep. um i wake up and this is i think this was my first time on your guys's family vacation i'm wide awake and i'm laying in bed and i'm like oh, everyone's sleeping but it's like <laughs> 7.30, almost 8, and I want coffee. And that's just, that's my life. That's how I am. So I'm, like, putting my, like, socks on, and I'm, like, sneaking out the door, and I, I turn around, and I close the door, and then I turn around, and Mr. E is sitting there, just wide awake, watching something. And I, he was like, good morning. And I was like, <laughs> good morning. And he was like, an early riser. <laughs> and I was like, that, that's right. And he was like, I'm not used to that. And I was like, hello. <laughs> like, no, literally every morning I walk out and her and my dad are just and like that's chilling. when we bonded because yeah. me and him would just sit there every morning. I'd make my coffee and sit next to him. And then we just sit in comfortable silence. And I love comfortable silence. Yeah, so does he. So does he. Um, anyways, let's such move. A tangent. <laughs> yeah, we're such a tangent. Um, let's move on to our story. So this is from Anonymous. And they say, hello, beautiful Ashley and Taryn. Beautiful. Gazia. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for starting this Enneagram series. I've felt so seen and understood by the Enneagram for about three years now. And like you guys talk about, it, it just helps me understand myself and others so much better. P.S. I went and listened to my Enneagram song by Sleeping at Last and bawled. Girl, yeah. Yeah. same. Yeah. I'm an Enneagram one wing two, so I mostly relate to all things one, but have a very strong two pull as well. This means that I think very black and white. I have a strong sense of right and wrong and feel a huge weight to make moral choices. And I am very empathetic and love helping others reach their full potential. However, some of my weaknesses are that when I don't feel like I'm right or being valued for advice or work that I'm doing, I can very easily get resentful, frustrated, and critical. For example, I have a long-distance friendship for about four years now with a girl back in my hometown. For background, she's an Enneagram 6. We hit it off so quickly one summer while I was home from college, it felt like we were soul sisters. We made our long-distance friendship work with the app Marco Polo. I've never used that. Have you? Um, I haven't, but everyone, I know a lot of people that love yeah, it. Yeah, I know like WhatsApp, but I've never used that one. No, Marco Polo is more like a Snapchat group chat. Oh, like you send like videos and pictures. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Um. And we constantly texted. Every time I went home, we picked up right where we left off, and I never had felt so seen and known by a friend. However, the last year has been super difficult in our friendship. While I've gotten married and truly feel like I'm living my best life, she moved to a new town with a boyfriend, didn't have any friends, her anxiety got super bad, and now she is dealing with a breakup from that boyfriend. For the last six months, every time we talk, she explains how terrible her life is and vents about the same feelings over and over. I try to give her advice because I see where she could be and how she can grow from the situation, but she doesn't want to hear it. Most of the time, she gets mad at me or does the exact opposite of my advice. On top of that, she never cares to ask about my life. And when I share something happy I'm doing, she doesn't respond for days and then never even brings it up. I feel so utterly drained from this friendship and so upset that she won't pull herself out of her pit to start working on growth. I get mad at myself for not giving her grace, but that's something that's really hard for me to give and receive. Do I try to push through and continue to listen and be there for her or take a break so my frustration doesn't keep growing? Much love, Anonymous. Oof. Uh, this is a good one. This is a great one. Um, I think what's hard about the specific situation that you're in is that you being a one, like I was talking about our friend, you can so easily see what's wrong and you can easily see the, the steps that she can take to fix it. Um, what's difficult is realizing that not everyone sees things as clearly as you. Like that's, yeah. that's one of your gifts as a one is like I said, like my friend can walk into a room and be like, oh, you need to do this, 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 this and problem solved, you know? Yeah. But like, I would probably sit there and just be like so overwhelmed by the fact that it's not working that I can't even calm down enough to like look at the little details. Yeah. Um, so I think the first step for you would be having to realize that your little superpower of being able to easily identify what needs to be fixed, um, isn't something that everyone has. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say a statement mm. that is going to royally piss you off. Anonymous. Ooh. Sometimes 
there is a chance that what we think is right for a person or a scenario is not what is truly right for them. Mm. And I think as a one, and I know, like I said, like I've, I've definitely struggled with this. I will tell friends to do certain things or to act a certain way. And I genuinely, in my heart, I'm like, I know that your problem would be fixed if you did this, this, or this. Mm -hmm. And then they don't listen to me do a different outcome that is what was right for them. And Mm -hmm. they knew that because they knew themselves Mm -hmm. and it's hard. It's really hard to kind of embrace that, especially as a one to be like, Oh, there's also other options than what I thought should have happened. But at the end of the day, your friend is going through what she's going through. And I think ones have this ability to kind of put emotions aside and to like step into like, okay, if you see a problem, then do this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. And not all people are like that. Some people have to navigate through feelings. They have to marinate in their feelings. They have to feel seen or heard in these ways. And they don't necessarily need someone to fix them. Mm -hmm. Even though, you know, it would be better and faster and more expedient to just like jump to the solution it sounds like your friend is not there. And especially if she's a six, she needs to hear all of the options. She needs to do all of the research. She needs to basically navigate until she feels safe enough to make that step. Yeah. What you need to do anonymous as a, as a one who, who has just listened and learned about herself. Um, if this is your best friend, then I highly recommend that you Stop learning about yourself for a second and dive into the six. If you haven't listened to our six episode, sixes are basically like their lives revolve around fear. And that's something that they struggle with. Um, that's like their, their main struggle. They have a lot of strengths, but like that's what they struggle with. So I guarantee you she's feeling overwhelmed and and stressed and scared and anxious and is probably just feeling a little bit immobilized right now by those feelings because sixes have very intense feelings. Ones don't. Yeah. (laughs) Ones are like, "Mm, feelings hold me back from being efficient. And that's fine. Like there's nothing wrong with either number. No, we need all of them. You diving into your friend and realizing where your friend's at, if she's in an unhealthy place, which it sounds like she's in an unhealthy place, which we're all at from time to time and that's totally fine. Then you need to recognize that it might take her a lot longer and she might take some steps that are in your eyes, not efficient, (laughs) but that's something that she needs to do on her own for her to be able to pull herself out. Because in the end she doesn't need a savior or a hero to come pull her out. She needs to pull herself out. Yeah. But she has to work her way up to having the strength to do that. Yeah. Well, and me and Ash have talked about this before, because that was kind of the struggle you're talking about. Like we went through for a while because I would come to Ash and be, you know, complaining about something. I'd be like, oh, this person did this. And like, it made me so mad. And she would respond and be like, no, I don't think that's what they were saying. They were probably just saying this. And I would get so frustrated because Mm -hmm. I'm like, in that moment, all I needed was to feel like you heard me and you validate what I'm feeling. And I didn't even necessarily need like an opinion at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people need emotions addressed before the actual like subject matter. Whereas like people who 
are like ones and nines. They're more of like, give me the tasks and like, I'll get to emotions like someday, you know? Yeah. And so for me and Ash, like I had to tell her, I'm like, when I say something, like, honestly, all I need you to say is like, dang, that sucks, you know? Yeah. And it was like this joke because it doesn't she, come natural to me. <laughs> no, it doesn't. And that's why, like, it meant so much to me. Like if I said something, she'd go, well, oh, dang, that sucks. And like, I would like that. We would both just like die laughing because I felt so loved in that moment because I knew that that wasn't like a natural thing she wanted to say. And then it was perfect because it addressed my emotions. And then I literally would be like, okay, like I want to hear your opinion now. Yeah. And she would share with me, but I had to get that emotional part stripped before I could hear like what she thought. So what I would do is have like a super honest conversation with your friend and just be like, Hey, there's been some tension and I just want to let you know where I'm coming from. Like, I love you. And it's hard for me to watch you go through things when in my mind, like I want to just tell you how to fix it. Mm -hmm. But if that's not what you need, I'm sorry for pushing that on you. And I want you to tell me what you need. And then like, listen to what she has to say. And then maybe like, like Ash said, like maybe you research the six or you research certain things and like you use that like problem solving ability to then like maybe send her articles or send her like encouraging things Mm -hmm. and, you know, like continue to have conversations with her. But also like you're getting to the point where you're frustrated and don't want to talk to her. So you've, I think a conversation needs to be had. Yeah, absolutely. I think what I would do is I would come up with some kind of, um, rule or, or, or allow her to choose. Um, and I don't know, here's what I would do if I were you. I obviously very much relate to the one Taryn obviously very much relates more to the sex. If this was Taryn, I would, I think what I would do is I would say, you know, she, she presents, she's venting about something or she's, uh, feeling emotional about her day and she's sharing it with me. If I had an opinion, what I would do if I were you is I would say, do you want me to be supportive right now or do you want to be challenged right now? And then allow her to say, you know what, right now, I don't want to hear your opinion. I want to feel supported. And then you just table your opinion Mm -hmm. and you say everything that you feel in your heart that you know would support her in that decision. But if she says, you know, you know what, I think I'd act, I think I'd like to be challenged right now. Then you go, girl, <laughs> Yeah, here's what you have to do. But yeah. like not everyone is something that I've learned with Taryn is not everyone is in a place where they want to be challenged. Yeah. And that is hard for me personally to understand because I'm constantly like, how do I fix it? How do I grow? How do I be better? Um, but n- not everyone's in a place where, th- where they want to hear anything like mm-hmm. that. Sometimes people just want to sit and be sad and or frustrated and or angry and you have to give them room to do that. Yeah. And I think the difference is like where Ash, when she's frustrated and angry, she does it in like solitude. Like she like marinates in it. She broods like, and then she comes out and is like, okay, like I'm moving on. I don't talk to people unless I know what I need to talk about. When I'm doing that, I like, I want someone there to like support me in that. So it's just like, it just shows all of us have such different ways to handle this. But also like, I think you should tell her, be like, Hey, also like I, this is hard for me to say, but like, I'm also going through things too. And like, sometimes I feel like you don't, you don't care. Mm -hmm. And like, it would be nice, um, you know, for you to just ask me like how my day was. Like, I think 
people, you're a one wing too. So I relate to you so much. Like it feels so unnatural for me to have to tell people like, Hey, like you don't even ask me like how my day was or how I'm doing, or I tell you something and you don't follow up for me. If I have to tell someone to do that, they clearly don't love me, Mm -hmm. but that's not the case. And so I think sometimes you need to say those things. And then if people still don't follow up on it, like it's hard to not just be like, okay, well they're showing me they don't love me. You've got to like be okay with telling people what you need, Mm -hmm. even though it goes against like everything within you, which I definitely, I can like relate to you on that. So I think, I think a big conversation has to be made. Um, I think anytime a relationship gets to a point where you're like, is this even worth it? It's like, whoa, (laughs) before like we even get into that point, like let's have a like no holding back, like all everything on the table conversation. And then from there, you can kind of see, you know, if she's willing and wanting to work on stuff with you, then you like make your own path. You have your new practices. And I don't think there's anything wrong with being strategic in that. Like me and Ash do it and it works great. You know, I think what's especially difficult about your situation is you guys are long distance. Um, just because you're long distance doesn't mean that you're not going through these struggles with her. And I think she probably feels very much, you know, alone, like you're not there. Um, but any lack of, you know, communication or anything like that, you feel deeply as well. And I think just allowing her to see that, um, that you're being affected by, obviously she's, she's in a, a, a depressed state. Um, and that's very much affecting you. And it's okay to let her know that, you know, what she's going through, she's actually not going through alone because it's affecting not only her, but your guys's friendship as well. And I think if you told her that she'd very much appreciate hearing that. Yeah. And I think too, like we need to also normalize like being there for friends, but also recognizing when it becomes detrimental to us. And sometimes you do need to create some space and sometimes you do need to maybe be leaning on your own support system because I've definitely done that before with a friend where I tried to be there everything and it resulted in me like completely destroying myself in the process too. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think you're, you're at a point where you're realizing that's kind of the path you're going. So I would just take, do a strategic conversation, you know, use your one ability to like prepare and come up with a plan, come up with like what you want to do and then, um, go from there. But I think, I think it'll be a great challenge for you Mm -hmm. to like, be like, this is not my job to fix it. And to challenge yourself to sometimes like tap into being just empathetic and supportive and like Ash said, and then other times where people are ready and wanting to hear your advice, like going off. I mean, let's write an outline. Let's pull out the whiteboard. (laughs) Let's dive in. Let's fix it. Yeah. But thank you so much anonymous for writing in. Um, I think there's a lot of people that definitely related to you. Um, and learn from your story. So yay. Yeah. Two more numbers down. Down. Okay. Ready? Yes. Oh, sorry. I'm going to do a dad joke. I mean, I feel like everyone knew that was coming. (laughs) Have you heard the joke about the giant? No, never mind. It's over your head. Oh uh, (laughs) my God. So good. (laughs) 
Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to this podcast, for putting up with Taryn's dad jokes, <laughs> even though I know all of you guys live for it. Um, be sure to follow us on all the socials. We have one last Enneagram episode coming up. Yes, and we're having we a do. guest for it, so be sure to um, check it out. It's going to be a good time. And we're, we'll be diving into threes. Threes. Our last number on the list. Yeah, yeah. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.